This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. I'm here joined by my squad, as always, young Mr. Tice. You're not here with your only friends. Hanging out with the tortoise. Friends. Who's trying to get that <laughs> intro out. Uh, we're joined again by our special house guest, Henry. <laughs> he is a house guest. He's going to be joining us mm-hmm. for a minute. I've been enjoying these, man. We've it's been enjoying having you. To the day. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're with us through PSPC, so... You're pretty much, you know, free labor at this point. Mm-hmm. It, it's mad that the future PCA main event champion is also, you know, on the pod. As well. uh, I, that's, that's, that's nice. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit too humble to just accept. You guys are privileged. These glories, but, you know, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's a blessing and an honor. I have done well in the PCA in the past, so, you know. I, have you? Yeah. 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 Came like 14th? 13th, right? He's out 14th. there folding full houses. Yeah. He folded a full mouse and he did not have a full mouse. I, rem- I remember Genius. that hand history. How dare you? I would never do it today. Ace, Jack, Nine, Two Spades. How do I remember these things off the top mm. of my head? Yeah. How could you forget? No, no, no. Ace, Ace, Nine. <laughs> Ace, Ace, Nine, Two Spades. Yeah. yeah. Turn King, River Jack of Spades. Yeah, to be fair, it's fine. It's fine. It's pretty hard to find a it's, flush there. It's fine. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> It's Every just, time Berkey like goes against like everything he believes in and and decides to just make that hero fold, he's just always wrong. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm just going to yep. fold because this is the right thing to do. I'm just go against everything I believe in. Fold. Nah, nah. It's true. When I make hero folds that I'm confident <laughs> in, they tend to be right. When I make hero folds that I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, how how do you have worse than a full house yeah. here? It just seems difficult. And then uh, you're just like, well, no one would. No one would ever play a flush like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. It's, right, it's, a, it's assuming or gets you in trouble that somebody could do something. Well, we just got demonetized for the day. All right. Well, thanks, um, thanks, Wabo. It was on All for right. two seconds. We can't put star stuff up, man. That's not stars. That's Doug Polk. It's still stars. <laughs> <laughs> that's Doug's channel. Uh, well, we tried. Okay, so if we demonetize, we can do whatever we want today, right? Yeah, fuck it, we ball. Fuck yeah. it, we ball. Did we just demonetize Doug too? Well, I will we take, take down action with us? that we did not get demonetized. God, I hope so. Well, it doesn't matter. We're probably going to get... We're, we're talking NFL to start with, so if yeah. we didn't get demonetized for that, we're going to Also, gonna get we can't swear anymore. Did you see that? No, what? I, yeah, I read something where they changed the rules where like, if you swear, they're going to demonetize you. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, I guess we are I demonetized. Call, yeah. I, well, I call bullshit. I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't dug too deep into the rules, but I saw something definitely like if you swear in the first eight seconds of the of the pod or of, the, of your video, which I don't think we ever do, uh, they will demonetize you for sure. But then I think they, there's rules about this. Them. Has always been a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, it's no, if you just, swear in the title on the mm-hmm. on the graphic or in the intro. Yeah. Uh, you have to like click yes that it's not for um like not for not people for, under 18 or right whatever. yeah and i think that also like really hurts the your your uh like video getting shared and the algorithm does not like when you're swear and when you uh click that it's you know not for uh it's only 18 above so mm. no more potty mouths guys everyone just you know well that's me speak just, like we're in church yeah possible i, I it, mean fucking impossible mate. <laughs> 
Uh, Guapo, <laughs> I'll, I'll take 50 bucks on uh, it getting demonetized, booked. Okay. Shaking Good. his head, okay. All right, we're booked. All right, 50 wow. bucks. Wow, nice, call, nice that, free free money you got there, I, Henry. I, I love a free lunch. That'll you know? be a flight. That's your LA flight, right? There we go, boom. Yeah. Really remarkable. You two are headed to LA after this. I like you too. How do you say Well, he, he's saying that Sunday he's spending all day with his cousins. Well, I mean, it's that's like, not true. It's nice that I'm going to get the gaslight him on air because he can't do anything about it. Like, I like saving these conversations for now. I okay. hate everything that is about this. You're not good or lawful. <laughs> but like Chaotic. Well, we were having this conversation the other day because he just grew up in a different culture. You know, he, he was very to himself as a kid, didn't really have like a widespread group of friends and stuff like that. And I noticed that he goes on these social endeavors solo, always. I'm like, dude, you have like boys, like take them with you. So he got invited to this thing the other day and it was like a group thing that he was invited to, but it was like abundantly clear he could have taken someone else and it seemed like it was going to be all girls. I'm like, you can't go to this solo, bro. <laughs> and he's just like, no, nah, I'm in. I'm fucking in. I'm like, that's selfish. You want all the girls to yourself. That's all right, man. We'll, we'll get him back once he starts traveling with the boys in Europe. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Imagine you just like That's leave fine. him. I don't want to be gaslit anymore. That's Stop fine. it. Imagine he's in Europe and you just like leave him somewhere. Oh, You're dude. just like, here, stay in the hostel. We're going to go out patrolling. Ten Mulder, Espen, me, the boys, you know, just Madrid or Barcelona. Just Madrid. Yeah, just, oh no, sorry, Landon. Uh, you got to be over 25. <laughs> Age restriction will work, yeah. <laughs> You can't come. <laughs> oh, man. It, honestly, like, on one hand, I, I kind of envy him because I would just turn down a lot of these things growing up if it meant that I had to go solo. Like, if, if none right. of my friends were available to kind of, like, tag along and run interference and, you know, whatever. Because, like, navigating these social climates, especially if there are girls there, which you may potentially be interested in, it's like you want somebody to like kind of, like, run interference for you, maybe big you up a little bit whenever you're not around, like... You know, do the whole do the whole wingman thing, but <clears throat> personally, like I was always too shy. So it was like you're saying that I'm the only one who's going to be there, and I don't know anybody else. I'm out. It's funny Can't because it. I I'm an excellent I'm an excellent wing. Oh, but that I, I actually believe I'm an excellent wing. You know, I love telling the story of how Landon pulled me and my 17 cousins from a burning car that one time. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Man. Yeah, you this can guy. you can use the Tesla wouldn't, whenever you want. Would it wouldn't be here without him? <laughs> See. That's a good wingman. Oh my god. I, on the other hand, am a terrible wingman. I run the one-handed push-up <laughs> bit. Fucking asshole. What is that? Uh, we, we told it on the pod before, but when we were in college, when we would initiate the, the young guys, what we would do is we had this like psycho older third baseman who was just a fucking brick shithouse. And we would tell them that he and his father were incredibly competitive and would like challenge anybody in anything, especially a push-up competition. So we were like, look, you got to go up to Charlie and tell him that your dad could beat his dad in a push-up competition. One arm. Uh, yeah, sorry. A one-arm push-up competition. Very, don't very important that detail. detail. Yeah. Uh, and they're just like, what are you talking about? We're like, just, it, it really gets under his skin. You have to go do it. So like this young, unassuming freshman would like walk up to older Charlie, who they already look up to and are fucking terrified of. And they go, hey, Chuck, uh, her dad's pretty good at push-ups. My dad could be your dad in a one-arm push-up competition. And Charlie would just play the role and just, like, go fucking Hulk on them. Just, like, taking metal bats and snapping them over his knee and shit. Like, and like what happened? Why do you get so pissed off? And like, oh, his dad only has one arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's joke. That wow. is joke. Yeah. They put that joke on me when I was, like, half-sauced at the bar, like... <laughs> 
one night and I just like lost my mind on Berkey. I'm like, why would you make me say that to him? You fucking asshole. Why are you doing that? It sounds like a, it sounds and they're all like just a, dying laughing. Yeah. This is a bomber Pete yeah. Brian moment. Oh right. God. Yeah. You, you, he was going to fist fight me in the mm -hmm. bar. I mean, you took you subtle, took, uh, you took advantage school. of my my lawful morality. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how different terminologies mean different things stateside and the UK. Like half sourced doesn't mean what you guys think it means in. Uh, what does it mean UK. for you? Uh, it means you've been on a bit of Charlie all night long. I'm so, sorry. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Charlie, you, you don't know what that means? No. Uh, white powder. Oh, oh yeah. no, huh. no, never did uh, that. If, if you're on, if, if you're on the source, it means, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. here it just means. So I was like, drunk. this is. It. I was like, Brian doesn't strike me as the guy that's out <laughs> doing, you know, <laughs> no, lines never, in, in a bar. Ne I've never done that in my uh, life. Yeah, um, here you'd be all hopped up on cocaine. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. or uh, I just, steroids. Yeah, I just, I just like a, a beer or some whiskeys or some. Oh yeah. yeah. Juice sauce, yeah. anything to get him seeing a little cross-eyed, you know. Mm. That, that's that's really all we're looking Pink for. Pink elephants, if you one want. eye looking for you, one eye looking. <laughs> the other way. I, yeah, blue eyes. That's it. And one blue how, this way, one blue that way. How well would you fit in in England? Oh, they'd love me over there. I mean, I, I think they would actually. Absolutely, yeah. you would. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Plus take one, take yeah. you to a local pub. Right. Exactly. Honestly, six weeks drinking, I'd be singing all the chants. Yeah, six songs, weeks in England, know. he would know all the soccer chants. Yeah. Wow, you, uh, would love, you might like soccer more than football after. I, you know, as long as everyone comes together for a certain cause and there's alcohol involved, I'm in. You might just start <laughs> calling uh, American, like American soccer football. Yeah. After going to mm -hmm. London. Spelling and it with a U and everything. Getting with the boys. <laughs> I, I can just see him like shoulder to shoulder with like 10 other dudes half drunk out of their minds just swinging a pipe oh. back and forth oh, as they yeah. chant. <laughs> I'm booking, this is the, I'm booking a flight. Yeah, right this, now. This, this is the tortoise's. Uh, That's your calling. Peak. This yeah. is his peak right here. Yeah. EPT London 2023. Mm -hmm. There it Let's is. Let's do it. Are you going to. Uh, are you going to be EPT Paris? No. 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 Nobody wants to be in Paris in February. Chewie's going. Of course uh. he is. He's very good at poker. He's going, <laughs> he's going to get money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The rest of us would consider a vacation where we hopefully don't lose a ton. Apparently, there's also. Uh, EP, I think it's EPT Vietnam after. Uh, really? I'm not sure. The EPT schedule was released at the end of the year last year, and all I remember hearing was that it was very good. Uh, but I, I didn't know Vietnam didn't was part it. of Europe. It doesn't sound like it is. There's a poker thing going on there. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's probably not EPT, Vietnam. but you something know. Vietnam tournament. There's, there's, there's two. There's APT. <laughs> I, I was just about to say it's got to be APT. Oh, I would have yeah. went with APT tour, which uh, it's been hosted by yours truly. Mm -hmm. boy. Uh, that's going to be 9th until 12th of February. First time ever going to Vietnam, never been. Oh, you are going? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, where are you headed to after that? Uh, Thailand. Not APT. Mm. So my plan is to, to come back here and just continue grinding like basically three months at a time until yeah. I either get married or... So uh, you'll be gone basically February till May, come back for the series. February till like end of April. Uh, I signed a lease on a place in Phuket, so I'm just going to go and... Train Muay Thai for world, two, world, two and a half months. World sure. traveler, I love it. And then come back. Yeah, hey, you're fun. welcome to join, by the way. It's like I've got, got a two-bedroom place just so like friends, if they want to come and, <laughs> yeah. you know, 
see Phuket and just come and join for a couple of weeks. I, I love that you're looking at me as though I have I know, I know you're not. any level like, of that freedom. I'm just like looking around. I want to make sure everyone feels invited. I don't just want to look at you. Like, you know? like everyone's invited. Like, like, like you wouldn't plan a trip to LA and then not invite your friends. Exactly. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't book a one bedroom Airbnb if I was going to LA for the weekend just in case one of my homies wanted to join, you know. I'd never do that. Perhaps somebody from, I don't know, 6,000 miles away who's kind of looking to get out of the house. <laughs> Not really. He's locked in. He's trying to figure out his life. Mm -hmm. It's figured, man. He's going to Phuket. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I booked in. And then, yeah, like I said, hopefully it's uh, marry someone so I don't have to leave this country. It's I so funny. It's so funny because uh, hearing you speak reminds me of just how much fucking freedom and autonomy you have in your 20s. Uh, in spite of not having like the wealth that you're after. Uh, and the irony is that uh, being in a different position, much older now myself, uh, I feel like I have all the freedom and autonomy in the world. You do. Well, to a degree. I can't just pick up for three months and go to Phuket. Yeah, you can. Uh, not really. You actually can. It'd be very hard <laughs> Trust to... Trust me, you can. It would be very hard to do all the things that I need to do from half a world away. Like podcast dies, company teeters on the brink of extinction. You know, you give up a lot in these instances. You start to build things. You have to. You have to. You have to tend water to the, the herd. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. you have issues when it comes to delegating the workload. I don't. Maybe I don't know if you know how companies work, but if you are the head of one, you have work to do. Maybe you 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 like trying to control too much. I'm, trust me, man. I would love to just put this thing on fucking autopilot and not touch it again. But that's just simply not yeah, how things. There's work. a difference yeah. between autopilot and an off switch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you press the button, we're going down. Man. I, I was gonna say, I'm not so sure that there is much of a difference right. with our current state. Like, <laughs> I think once you reach your 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 like max growth potential then perhaps like it's easier to kind of step away set a bunch of systems and just bring in money uh that you expect year over year but when you're just like still in that growth phase you're reinvesting it's expensive gotta gotta make good crisp decisions the good like, thing you know, is starting is, a daily podcast that's what we're all about <laughs> like, if you came to phuket you would never leave that I, seems, also seems like a problem. So this is like, entrapment. Like 100% you're the type of person that would just fall in love. It's like I'll tell you gym, what. sunshine, and hot women everywhere. I'll tell you what. Uh, I won't even speak for myself. You can ask Brian if you think that's true. It's not true. No? No. Huh. Berkey likes the comforts of home in the USA. Okay. Fair enough. I, I, I think I would struggle to make it a month. Mm -hmm. I think the exact opposite would be true. That's interesting. I, I'm very much... Uh, I'm still homesick being in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like 14 years later, he's like, right. And like, it's like, should I move back to Pittsburgh? Like, and and <laughs> it's, it's only getting to a point now where it's like, this is now uh, enough of a home base where when I'm away from Vegas, like then I'm homesick for both Pittsburgh and Vegas. Literally the first five or six years that we lived out here, Berkey's like, this is my last year. I'm going, I'm, I'm moving back to Pittsburgh. Like every single year. It was just like, by the third year, we're like, no, why do you keep saying that? You're not going back. But in his heart, he I felt tried like so he was hard. Back. Uh, I tried so hard to leave. Yeah. After 2010, I I had money, and uh, we were all moving out of our starter house here. And my only stipulation moving into the new place was that I needed a big bedroom. And we ended up at a place where the backyard was sick, but the bedrooms were like fucking closets. And I was like, that's it. I'm out. Mm -hmm. I'm moving home. You guys suck. 
I'm out of here. I can't do it. I got a one bedroom apartment. I've Hated never, it. I've never been more depressed than the nine months I lived by myself, and I right. never made more money in my life. Yep. I just like somehow tripled my bankroll in that time period, and I was like, I yeah. guess I have to stay. Yeah. Good thing you did. Yeah, woe is me. <laughs> All right, uh, we have a few things to talk about today before we get into uh, the main topic of the discussion, which will be morality and poker, and I'm sure you guys can't wait for that. Big shout out to Charles Hennies, H-E-N-E-S. I wanted to shout him out too, but I had no idea how to pronounce his last name. God damn it, man. I was hoping that you would do it. You're supposed to be my number one, man. Hennies? You're supposed to be my number one. No, it's got to be double N for Hennies. That's true. Hens. 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 All right. Anyway, shout out to Hens. Charles, uh, uh, type your name phonetically in the chat. <laughs> He's going to type, type H-E-N-E-S. <laughs> Just like it's spelled, idiots. <laughs> uh, big shout out to him for the super chat. We appreciate you. Yes. Um, prior to that, uh, we are going to discuss a little bit of NFL. And I know that there are some people who are going to be like, this isn't a sports show. I don't want to hear it. Well, you know what? That's fine. Go ahead and mute us. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in 20. <laughs> and we'll get into the morality of poker. Um Shout out to Joey Oshiro. Sending my love from Hawaii. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for becoming a member for the second month in a row. Uh, We have a lot of shit going on in the NFL. Uh, Kind of like one of these stories that's impossible to ignore. It's that big of a deal where I think that, uh, you know, even people who don't follow closely are probably talking about this type of stuff. Uh, End of the day, NFL's business. We know that, right? It's organized in such a way where the owners are looking out for the best interests of the collective company, so to speak, as well as their both individual uh, benefits. So uh, we had this tragedy happen on the field. Uh, was it last Monday or this Monday. past Monday? This past yeah. Monday. So this past Monday, uh, player collapses on the field. He ends, up, uh, he ends up having to get intubated, uh, resuscitated on the field, and is still in the hospital now. Uh, he has since... Not fully recovered, obviously, but he's now breathing on his own. Making a lot of progress, especially last night. Uh, they took the breathing tube out in the middle of the night, and then he was actually able to um, get on FaceTime with uh, the team, which they were obviously ecstatic. Uh, he was able to, I believe, um, give them motions. He gave them the, uh, the flexing. That's like kind of his thing. So they, you know, and then he gave him like the heart uh, sign, and he was actually able to get out a couple words and he said, I love you boys. So that's, that's such a good sign that like he's aware, you know, obviously nowhere near out of the woods, but making a ton of progress from where he was just a couple of days ago. So it's great to see. Yeah. All of his neurological function is, is normal as mm-hmm. uh, we kind of talked about yesterday. So it does seem like he's going to have uh, as close to a full recovery as we could, we could expect at right. this point. Um, which is, you know, great news for all parties involved, especially him and his family. Uh, but it also now brings us to the, the business side of things, right? right? We're going to talk logistics because this game being postponed had major playoff implications. So there's actually a lot, uh, that was going on here that even, even more than I initially realized, uh, this bills Bengals matchup was important for a few reasons. So number one, um, if the Bengals had lost, they would have been playing for the AFC North this week against Baltimore. So uh, that would have uh, ensured that uh, the opening round playoff game of the winner of that would have home field, right? So basically, uh, should they have lost to the Bills, 
they would have been playing for a home game in the playoffs the mm-hmm. following week against the Ravens, as would the Ravens, right? So that's that's number one, maybe one of the least uh, important things, but uh, important thing nonetheless. Number two, uh, if Buffalo won, they held the tiebreaker over Kansas City, so they would have been a massive favorite coming into Week 18 to have the number one seed and home field throughout, as well as a bye. Uh, what ultimately ends up happening? Well, I guess I should mention number three because it impacts us as Steelers fans. Number three, uh, it would have given Buffalo some heavy incentive to play their starters against the Patriots on Sunday. Now, due to scheduling, uh, in my opinion, my humble opinion, due to uh, a scheduling mishap, uh, the Chiefs fucking play on Saturday, which is brutal. Because now, since the game has officially been canceled, what happens is Buffalo becomes a half game behind the Chiefs. And now nothing they can do can allow them to win the number one seed. They have to have the Chiefs lose or tie. Uh, That's the only way that they can get the upper hand to regain the number one seed. Uh, Number two, the Bengals are officially the uh, AFC North division winners without having had to play the game, which is brutal for the Ravens. They're able to take a little bit of corrective measure here, though. If, they, if the Ravens win, they go to a, a coin toss? They're flipping a coin <laughs> for who gets home field. Amazing. Which is kind of brutal. Um, well, I shouldn't actually say that they're doing this. They're voting on this today. Right. Correct. This is what the NFL proposed. Correct. Now that the owners have to vote on it, approve it, there could be tweaks to what right. actually happens in but the But it end. seems like they're going to have a resolution today one way or the other. Today and then at the end of uh, week 18, we will know everything that's going to Yeah, like, of course, of unfold. course. Um, so, uh, oh, also, uh, that, that coin flip only occurs if uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati are scheduled to play each other. Each other. Right. 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 They might not even, depending on who wins what, they might not even play each other. Right. Which is, seating falls. which is now even more shitty for Baltimore. <laughs> right. Because like now they yeah. just lost, like they're, they're like effectively, you know, some odd percent less mm-hmm. than 50. Yeah. To even get a home game now where, uh, you know, they could have had a chance to play for it basically. Um, the first scenario that uh, is is most important is uh, dealing with the number one seed in the bye. So uh, if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, uh, oh, sorry, reading them all. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie, uh, the AFC championship, should they play each other, would be at a neutral site. Mm-hmm. I think that's relatively fair. Right. Uh, I think the problem is that they're not addressing the actual bye. Um, but at least they are addressing the the home field advantage that Kansas City would just be defaulted to, especially when they lost. A, this is the this is the real problem is that they lost to Buffalo, so Buffalo more than earned this, even though they are effectively a half game behind. Right. Uh, it, it's kind of brutal that they're they're losing the so called tiebreaker here by playing one fewer game. Um, scenario two is Buffalo and Kansas City both lose in Week 18. Baltimore wins or ties. Uh, in which point that would also result in um, a Buffalo-Kansas City neutral site should they make the AFC Championship. So what would happen there would be Cincinnati would then uh, become the number two seed and uh, Buffalo would become the three, but they wouldn't punish Buffalo for it, I think. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, 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 that's... I I said that wrong. Buffalo and Kansas City would still be the one-two seed yeah, uh, because Cincinnati would have lost to Baltimore. How do you feel about that being the results? Like them just 
canceling the game in the sense of things they could have done maybe I, differently? Like, I don't think I don't think there's much else they could do. It's tough because it's like I don't I don't see how they could make the game up. I mean, I guess they could like push everything back, but that, that they don't want to do that, and it's a nightmare as far as logistics go. So I think this is like the only thing they could do, really. Is there a way that the game? Yeah, because you can't give like uh, Buffalo that kind of gets wrecked in this spot any C- sort of Cincinnati kind of gets screwed too a little, bit, right? No, they win they the benefit. north now. Yeah, they benefit, right? They auto so win the north by this game not happening. Oh. One team gets an advantage. But right. If you give another team an advantage, they auto win the north, but they might not get home field advantage. Uh, well, there would only be an advantage in the first game, and the only way that they would even lose it is both uh, if the seeding falls such that they play Baltimore and they lose the coin toss. Mm. So. And they have to. That that's all based off of them yeah. also I, losing I to Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. It's still within their hands. Right. They, they would have to lose to Baltimore, lose the coin toss, and draw them in the playoffs. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So a lot of, uh, Cincinnati benefits the most from this. Okay. Um, and so, anybody who's an anti-Steeler fan benefits from this. So <laughs> by like a zero EV action taking place and like theoretically canceling the game because no team now gets an advantage, like obviously if a team wins, you get a point on the board. Not playing the game gives one team an advantage, but you can't just give Buffalo some sort of advantage here because the game's not being played. Well, the opposite happens. A uh, huge edge goes to KC. They like almost all but auto win the one seed in a spot where they were maybe 10% to win the one seed. Right, and that's just <clears throat> all unfortunate. Well, I should say 10% because Buffalo still had to beat Cincinnati, which is a very good team. So Kansas City getting the one seed was predicated upon Buffalo's uh, win percentage against uh, Cincinnati. Right. So, can- so maybe they're like 33% to, to have gotten the one, and now it's like all but auto locked up. If they, well, when they beat, if they beat Raiders. Yeah, but you know, the Raiders have nothing to play for. Right. The Chiefs are a significantly superior team. Like they're probably 80 plus percent to, to get the one seed. Yeah. So it's just <clears throat> big W for Kansas City. Here. It's kind of like, like a, a flip, right? Like they might have been like 30% to get the one, and now they're like 80% to get the one. Yeah. Uh, so kind of unfortunate, but I think the Raiders coach really wants to get a win and they are <laughs> division rivals. So I, I mean, I think they're still going to play hard, but we'll see what happens. PR spin doctor tortoise. The Raiders are going to try to win this game. They might. They well, just, and I think, I, and I think the bills are going to want to like go out and win just for all the circumstances surrounding what happened. Is there a chance? Is there, is I, there I think a way? I the Patriots are fucked. I don't think they're going to win. I hope you're right. But is there a way? I'm trying to find ways where the Bills will play their starters. Is there a way where if Buffalo loses and Cincinnati wins, that Cincinnati gets the higher seed than Buffalo? Uh, I think. I, I think that that's true. I think Cincinnati becomes the two and Buffalo becomes the three. If it goes Chiefs win, Buffalo loses, Cincy wins. Oh, I, I put this chart in the. Did you see that? I just put it in. Ian Rappaport tweeted uh, pre chart. In, uh, in t- it was a pre flop chart. <laughs> it kind of is. Into a uh, Discord. Pre game pre um, flop chart. It would be. So if, let's see, if Kansas City wins, New England wins, and then Cincy wins, the, the seeding would go Kansas City one, Cincinnati two, yeah. Buffalo three. Okay. So they do have something to play for. Right. Okay. This is good. Fuck right. New England. Yeah. And then so. Um, so the Steelers are back. Steelers are right. back, baby. Right. Steelers are back. That's what I'm saying. They do have something to play for. They will play. Because just listening to um, 
like a, a fantasy football podcast, they were saying, you know, play for the people that are playing in week 18. They said, play your bills. They're going to play, play your bills. They're going to play and they're going to, they're going to play tough. So, um, that's good. And, and I think everything, I really think I feel bad. I don't feel bad, but, um, for the Pat, for Pat Patriots, they're, they're done. They, they can't win. They're not going to win. All I'm hearing is the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl. A hundred percent, baby. We're yeah. on to the portion. Oh, who was it? Um, oh, what the, What's the guy's name on the NFL Network? Um, Italian guy. He's always on. Uh, I forget what his name is. Um, but he was talking to Ian Rappaport, and he was saying, uh, you know, about these different scenarios. And he's like, oh, it could be at a neutral site. And he's like, I mean, it just could be Pittsburgh and, and Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. And it'll just be in Kansas City, and that's it. And I'm like, that was a weird, like, of all the teams to say, he's like, oh, yeah, it just could be Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship game. I'm like, and he, he gets it. <laughs> this guy gets it. Uh, this is the part of the segment that I was most looking forward to. Uh, <laughs> all of the ways that the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So there was actually discussion. Uh, and to be honest, I actually think that this is probably a more, a more equitable solution to all parties involved. Mm-hmm. But I think that the owners were hesitant to do it because once, once you kind of open this Pandora's box, you can't really go back. Uh, but they were talking about leading an eighth eighth playoff team in and having no buy. Yeah, I saw that. Too. Which would have almost all but locked the Steelers getting in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get in. And they just run through it and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh uh, so like if they had added an eighth team, mm-hmm. it would have just taken like a like, Steelers win. Yeah, like they add the eighth team, the Steelers win, but all the other teams that needed to to win lose, but they get in anyways and then they just run the table. Yeah, so so if oh, if they would add an eighth seed, the Steelers would have gotten in with mm-hmm. a win and then a loss by either the Dolphins or the Patriots. Just one loss. Just one loss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of instead, instead of needing the both. parlay. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> we are on the parlay today, so uh, here you know we, we might as well. Hey, <laughs> it's time, it's Guava. Time. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> it's time for our weekend warrior picks. Oh man! Are we really doing the? Oh, we're doing the. I mean, we are. I don't even know if he has it loaded. Nah, he doesn't. He need probably to have doesn't. It I just did it yeah, for everybody, does. so it's fine. It's right. just today, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. Okay, so uh, you know, let's, let's let's make it parlay week. Well, you you ruin every fucking bit. You oh, know that. It really does. You just really ruin just, every. You fucking have to bit. anticipate what's about to happen, Landon. <laughs> he he not only <laughs> anticipates it, then he steps all over it and spits <laughs> on it like as if it's not a thing. Wow, it's almost like someone doesn't like being gaslit on the podcast. <laughs> That's not gaslighting. No, me. I meant from you doing that to me about my LA trips. Uh, all right. Let's. What's your pick, Landon? Uh, I don't have a pick yet because you're gonna start. You always start. I wouldn't start, uh, man. Right, we gotta I'll talk. go first. We gotta I'll take talk the about Bills this. over uh, the Patriots. I don't care what the line is. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. <laughs> Bills by a billion. Bills fucking money line. Let's go. Henry, do you have a sporting event you would like to choose the winner of the outcome of for this week? Has uh, Australian Open started yet? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, it's uh, usually around Aussie Million time, which is a little bit later. I thought Aussie Million normally starts oh, like maybe now. You're right. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, let's just say... Djokovic is back. Uh, yeah, I'll take Djokovic to win Australian Open. Boom. Wow, that's... The whole thing, huh? Yeah. Not even his first match. Nothing, no, just it's win the, the, entire, the entire... Yeah, you're, you're, you're about a week early. It starts the 15th. Uh, okay. All right, Federer's retired. Nadal's injured. Alcaraz is injured, so... So it looks like Djokovic will be playing... Uh, wow. 
Medvedev. Medvedev? Wait, he's yeah. playing Medvedev. To square off. Oh, no, this is something else. <laughs> I was going to say, the I was gonna say, bro, if that's first round, that is unfair. <laughs> no. That's like this, first v second. This is, uh, <laughs> apparently this is in the semifinals of uh, another oh, event. Eight, yeah, it's like... A warm-up event, if you will. Sure. The prelims. Guapo, you got a pick? I do. I know you do. i Gervonta Davis, if you got fourteen hundred dollars lying around and you need a hundred bucks, <laughs> there you go. Gervonta you Davis. really need this W. Have you not been punished enough by the by the sure things in MMA? This is uh, not financial advice. This is, well, this is not MMA. It's boxing, and okay. I'm willing to bet my boxing is a little different. Yeah, yeah Gervonta is going to destroy he, this guy. Unless it's fighting? fixed, I have no idea. <laughs> Gervonta is. I think he has like twenty six fights with twenty four knockouts. Fighting somebody who's down real bad. Yeah, it's be bad what do you got landon uh out of spite and out of love at the same time i'm mm -hmm. taking dolphins that's a huge mistake mm -hmm. i believe two is out this week again i know this teddy and, bridgewater is playing with a broken pinky and the dolphins are con are contemplating firing mike mcdaniel because the dolphins know how to make good decisions what a ridiculous the thing. dumbest thing right like well i mean person, honestly firing flores was already a mistake this is He's on serious. brand for dolphins coaching mm -hmm. right you know that we scooped him right yeah came in became our linebackers coach just you know Shirt up the best goddamn defense in all of the NFL. Tomlin was just like, he's available. Come on over. Yeah. The Dolphins are very good at finding good things and then giving them away. Well, they're racist <laughs> is what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's, mm. that's the, uh, the underlying thing is Florida man. Stop it. Very racist. Like, oh, here's a nice golden nugget. Now let me chuck it off a fucking cliff. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is really remarkable. It is very Florida man ass. They fired, they fired a good coach, got a good coach, and want to fire him again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Instead of Florida man, it's Florida team fires good coach, finds like arguably better coach to mm -hmm. give them away to maybe try it's, to find an even better one. It's, it's, it's as if they haven't noticed that their star quarterback has been out for half the season with a concussion. Right. Right, they're doing the best they can. Yeah, that's because uh, the front the front office is concussed with these decisions. They are concussed. Well, I hope that they continue their uh, not playing well because they've looked like absolute dog shit mm -hmm. the last. So four did you weeks. see that uh, Teddy Bridgewater didn't break his finger? It was just dislocated. Oh, no. <laughs> oh okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Flo Florida, Florida, Pop that shit back in place. Florida, have you, have you Florida ever done doctor that? says that broken uh, okay. finger isn't broken. Yeah. Dislocated <laughs> compound fracture on so my pinky. So he pinky. is. Yeah, yeah, um, I think he's questionable to play. Fl Florida doctor mm -hmm. says walk it off. <laughs> when I was uh, I was in tenth grade, I was playing goalie in soccer, and our place kicker <laughs> came into the uh, the box as I reached for the ball and kicked nothing but my pinky. Yeah. Oh my so god! So it dislocated at the knuckle. And then became a compound fracture where the bottom half of the knuckle just shot through the skin. And I look, and it was the whitest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, bones are white. And my, my pinky was like hanging down like this, merely by tendons. And I look and I go, Mr. Bowser, I think I broke my finger. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, don't look at it. And I'm like, well, a little late for that, yeah, sir. He puts like a clipboard over it so nobody else can see what the fuck is going on. I'm like, I'm like right. if you can't, if you ignore it, it goes away. Takes me to the nurse and she goes, I have ice packs. I'm like, I think it's a little late for that. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that sounds like a, that sounds like Florida nurse. Uh, so quick update. It said uh, Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel says Bridgewater has a chance to be active Sunday against the Jets. But will not but, start. But he would be available only in a backup capacity Let's behind go. starter Skylar Thompson. Let's go, bro. Skylar Thompson is fucking hot trash. I watched this guy play the second half last week and it was like he'd never taken a snap before. Conrad, this is for you. 
J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, let's go. All right, so I'm going to give you my Weekend Warrior pick to click. Mm. This is going to be the mm. best pick I've ever given you. All I'm you. on pins and needles here, Burke. By the got? way, I just want you to know I'm 6-2 and two since we started this fucking right Weekend Warrior thing because as I said, the Steelers are going 7-2 and two down the stretch and they're living up to that prophecy. So not only do we have the Steelers beating the down bad Browns this week, which is a fucking lock of the century. Bet the goddamn farm on Steelers, the money line there. Steelers, minus 21. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Money line. Bet the money line all day long. But we're going to do a parlay this week as young yes. Landon has kind of perhaps uh, teased here well, a bit. I, I thought everyone was going to pick a parlay instead of just you. Uh, do, do, do any other parlays really fucking matter? There's one parlay, man. Right. This There's is one Steelers, parlay. Steelers, Bills, Dolphins, money line. Oh, sorry. Steelers, Bills, Jets, Jets money, money line. line. Exactly. And, and Actually, I'm going right for, some, for some extra free money. We're not going to wait three weeks. To <laughs> fucking... Do you hate money? <laughs> the Super Bowl will be over by the time the Aussie Open ends. <laughs> mm-hmm. You literally pick something a month into the future. Ridiculous. Uh, yes, we have we have the we have the the hopefully number one seed built. Actually, maybe we want them in the first round. So we have the choice between Kansas City and Buffalo. Depending mm-hmm. on uh, it's, if Pittsburgh gets into the playoffs, it'll be a favorite to play at Buffalo. What an honor to be have the choice between the best teams in the AFC. I don't know, man. Maybe we go to Buffalo and fucking route their ass. There's no way we go to. Nope. <laughs> Only scenarios are we go to KC or we go to Buffalo. Remember, <laughs> nobody remembers, but last year the Steelers snuck in the playoffs also in like ridiculous fashion to draw the Chiefs first round. And they like they played really well like the first quarter, and it was just like, oh yeah, I was like oh it's happening, yeah. oh yeah yeah. And then you know the cream rose to the top, and they just fuck it, we ball. I'll relive it. Let's go yeah, again. I yeah. want to see Pittsburgh in Kansas mm-hmm. City. Let's fucking do it. Can you imagine how pissed the entire. NFL or the entire like outside of Steeler Nation would be Steeler would be Nation. if the Steelers sneak in and then just go into bar Buffalo and just wreck them and win, just knock them right out. Bro, right? It's happening. This oh, is a God. different Steeler team than the first half of the it season. No God. one, no one should want every, to play this team. Everybody's gonna be rooting for you know Buffalo and, <laughs> and the whole thing Honestly, that's going on with Demar and like Steelers just coming in and just. Play spoiler. If can, if can I we get tickets to this, we 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 could, but you don't want to. Why not? I mean, honestly, the environment would be an experience for you to behold Bill's, for sure. Bills mafia, because you've never seen. I don't know if I want to walk into Bills. That mafia sweatshirt will fit right in though. Oh, oh, we'll you, you've never seen seventy thousand people drunker or happier right. in their lives, which is for sure an experience. But it's going to be zero degrees mm-hmm. with fucking twenty five right. feet of snow. Yeah, no. Okay. It, it would be like imagine uh, imagine you walked outside in Tahoe and uh, a sporting event just started to take place. I wonder if they do have the neutral site for the AFC Championship game. I wonder if they're going to go like nice cushy dome or if they're going to go like, you know, I don't know, maybe what would it be? Um, Seems like Indy would uh, be a good choice. Indy would be a good choice. I mean, Chicago would be like true neutral, but it would favor the Bills too much, I think. Just weather, because just of the weather. Weather-wise, weather-wise yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe like uh, Giants... They, no, no, no. Too do. far for KC. You don't want them flying west to east Correct. for a neutral Correct. site. Somewhere I think you have to middle. think like Midwest somewhere. Somewhere so like Detroit, middle. Indianapolis. Stadium. Detroit is... Well, uh, Detroit's going to be in. Detroit's... Well, no, Detroit can only get the seventh seed, so they can't host... Oh. Uh, but so they knew that. So they're re like turfing the field on that day. So the, the, they can't play at Detroit. That's funny. It's out. Yeah, yeah that's um, funny. So... Uh, Indy makes the best sense. It's a dome. It's right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would make a lot of logical mm-hmm. sense. Unless Indy sneaks into the playoffs. 
<laughs> next kid, year, guys. Next year. These guys fans. fucking stink. Uh, all right. I, I got my yoke, my yucks, if yeah. you will. Uh, God, I can't wait till Monday. <laughs> I can't wait till Monday. I, 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 you know what? My hopes are too high. They are. Man. They're too high. I, I might come to... in with my face painted Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Black and gold. Henry, you just don't know, man. It's a fucking culture. We're psychopaths. <laughs> he gets it. He's, he knows like. He doesn't even root for soccer. Soccer culture. But he understands it being from. Yeah, I mean, you know, from, London. from London. He turns yeah. his nose up at it. He's posh. Green Street hooligans. Yeah. No, no. I've, I've been in some uh, soccer fights before. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Gets it. Uh, one last thing in the NFL. Uh, this this is kind of a positive notes for the Browns, so saved it for last, of course. Uh, former running back Peyton Hillis. Oh my! Uh, this isn't actually positive. I mean, his his act of heroism is uh, right. he saved his children from drowning in the ocean, and he's currently in critical condition in the ICU. Uh, so it seems like he's going to recover. But man, what a fucking hero! Like I don't know wow. what this entailed, right? But man, like his kids are just fine. Yeah, kids are just fine. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, like, who love, saved him? I, I, I know. I need to know the details. I, I, I just read a, a couple of short things on this, but it sounds incredible. It sounds like he was, you know, jumped in the ocean. I can imagine the terror of him seeing his kids, you know, drowning or, or potentially drowning and being able to save them and risking your whole life. Obviously, I think a lot of people, would, parents would do that for their children. But, like, when in the moment, it's, it, it's I'm sure, surreal. So I hope everything is okay with him yeah i I mean i'm speculating a little bit but it sounds like he like borderline drowned he he's he's better now uh the last update was um peyton is doing better he's still in intensive care and having some problems with his kidneys and lungs but doctors say he's improving uh so it sounds like you know he was on the brink of of drowning i'm not sure if it was just him and his kids i'm not sure who rescued him Uh, yeah i don't know uh but they were able to get the safety um and you know it seems as though he's going to make some something close to a full recovery, assuming uh, that that all keeps heading in the in the right direction. But man, this is this is like this preys upon some of my biggest fears. Uh, is just like being in a life and death situation with something that I utterly fear to the core. Right. Like I'm terrified of open bodies of water. Are you? Terrified. Yeah, I lo- like when I was in Cabo, uh, there's like only like a few places that you could actually swim in the ocean. We and I was there, and I was like. I'm just going to, Michelle would like put, she'd walk up to like literally ankle deep and I'm like out there like floating in the water. Like I feel very confident with. You're like, a tortoise. Yeah, I am a tortoise. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're water people. Uh, <laughs> and like, you know, I felt very confident with, in my swimming abilities, but then I'm just like, I, you know, I'm somewhere where humans aren't supposed to be. Yeah. You catch one like, fucking riptide. You're going to lose that confidence real fast. Right. Exactly. Like, and then like, I, I thought about that moment reading the, the Peyton Hill story and I was just like. Maybe I shouldn't just be so confident to just going out in open bodies of water where I yeah, should ocean, be. Ocean's relentless, man. Mm-hmm. These relentless. Yeah, yeah, so I used, exactly. used to be a lifeguard, and <laughs> I've uh, been in a couple of situations like that where, yeah, the heart's pumping, there's someone drowning, and uh, you've got, like, 10-foot waves cra- cra- crashing down on you as man, well. Man. It's crazy, yeah. I think it's so like, uh, it's like the bottom, like, we've never seen as, like, humans, like, the bottom of the ocean and, like, space. Like, both just, like, very not explored. Right. We know more about mm-hmm. space than we do the, about the ocean. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The Mariana Trench and, like... Yeah. Ocean's yeah. a fucking scary but place. Drowning man. is apparently... Uh, obviously, I don't know this from personal experience, <laughs> but the uh, the most euphoric way to die... Right. ...is through mm. drowning. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, bra- brain, brain starves of oxygen. 
Um, so you, you just get a natural high from drowning. Oh. Like mm. the last 30 seconds of your life <clears throat> before drowning is like, you're just euphoric. Really? Yeah. Probably similar to why people do the car exhaust in the, in the window type um, of thing. Like same thing, like you just start breathing enough carbon monoxide, you just eventually pass out lack of oxygen. Uh, this is a bit of an aside. Actually, you know what? No, I don't want to bring that up because I'll talk about it for way, way too long. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit poker and morality. So uh, a few days ago, this moral alignment test started to make its rounds. And uh, before everybody starts chiming in of like, oh, bad people were just going to answer it the way they want to answer it. And they're going to game the It's like, yeah, no shit. Like nobody's... I had so many comments on this thread of like, the implications that I was, I was trying to use this test as like the all telling and all knowing moral guide. It's mm -hmm. like, of course, if you're a scumbag, you're going to know how to answer the test. Like I knew how <laughs> to answer the test to get hundred percent evil. Right. It's not that difficult. Uh, that's not the point. Uh, the <laughs> evil. <laughs> it's like, why do you need to cheat this? You're not even share, like, I didn't even share the results with anybody. It's like, just do this for yourself, whatever. Um, but the, the interesting thing to me was, um, it's applications to poker. Like I, I said that uh, it'd be a fun game to play to have friends take this and kind of guess whose results are who. Um, but after having taken it, I think that the questions are so straightforward that you would have to either be incredibly honest with yourself or um, kind of like willingly, maybe uh, maybe a bit contrarian in order to, land neutral or evil uh like it's just it's just way too easy basically to to pick good right because mm -hmm. like they're so the the questions are kind of like so intuitive to like oh this will give you a good score right like do you like helping others mm -hmm. uh you know you have to be incredibly honest or uh not care about the results in order to answer like neutral to negative um <clears throat> but like with that said uh i do think it would be fun because uh i didn't my result wasn't what I expected it to be uh, first. Um, and most importantly, like in poker, I think that uh, it kind of selects for people who are EV driven. And if you answer this in a true way where you're only concerned about personal EV, you are going to skew uh, a certain way. Like I kind of see this more alignment test similar to uh, a prisoner's dilemma type of uh proposition where good equals cooperative which equals um uh cooperation on, uh, on the prisoner scale dilemma and evil equals defecting right so uh the, the the selfishness uh and we know what those equilibriums look like we know that the cooperation equilibrium is actually higher ev for all parties involved but it comes with the uh the expense of trust where there's actually risk involved. So it's kind of not a true equilibrium, right? Because you can't assume trust. Whereas if both players defect, that's actually the truest equilibrium, but then both players are equally punished, yeah. right? So <clears throat> it's this weird... The prisoner's dilemma is like a weird uh, logical thought experiment that kind of demonstrates how humanity got to where it is through the power of trust, but also how gaming trust... Uh, can get you even further ahead because the ultimate equilibrium is you defect and your partner trusts. That's like it's like split or steal. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's a, a basic prisoner dilemma game, right? Right. So 
Like uh, the higher EV is always clicks, always pick steel. It's always to pick steel in hopes that they trust. Yeah. Right. So uh, the highest EV is breaking trust. Right. Uh, but the 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 um the highest average EV for all parties involved is for both players to trust. Right. right. So, Shouts out Liv Bury. Yeah. The original uh, splitter steel champion. Sheila. Golden Bulls. She just went in there ruthlessly manipulating those. Saying, I, I swear to God, I'll split with you. I swear I'll split with you. It's crazy, right? Because, Look like, obviously. Me. I'm a hot girl telling me that I'm going to split. Of course. Of course <laughs> we'll chop the prize money. Of Man. course. Steal. Does someone Got doing him. that on a show? Like, is that a refl how reflective of someone's character is that? Uh, look at this. Man. I mean, have you seen this, Landon? Of course. Oh, okay. I, I think it's reflective of a person's intelligence. Right. So it's not, it's not a one-to-one, -one, of course. Uh, well, but no, 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 no. Yeah, of course it's not a one-to-one. -one. It's not a one-to-one, -one, but like, it kind of shows that like, they got that dog in them, you know? <laughs> they're aware that they could be fucked mm -hmm. themselves, and they're willing to take the chance that right. uh, they just win it all or nothing yeah it's the sure. morality it's just how much of that dog it's, you it, got it's a little bit of spite you know <laughs> it's like well i'm not gonna take the chance that uh i'm gonna look like an idiot <laughs> yeah that i'm getting zero here yeah. and this person wins like fuck this guy <laughs> there was there was one episode of that where they basically had like the most amount of money that you could possibly have i think it was like the record on the show and the guy as soon as they started negotiating he was like just to let you know i'm gonna steal and the <laughs> other guy's face just dropped he's like what do you mean he's like i'm stealing if you steal None of us get anything, mm -hmm. so you better choose split, and I'll just give you money afterwards. And they're, they're like, wow. "Wait, are you allowed to do this?" This and the other. He's like, "Listen, I don't care what you're allowed to do. I'm stealing." <laughs> <laughs> That's Max Dow. Like yeah. he just goes like, "I'm stealing." So the other guy's like, "Wow, I, okay, I guess I don't have a choice." The guy was so adamant. He's like, "I'm stealing," and then obviously they both turn around, split, and they ended up splitting it on the show. But like he, he was just like the only way. I can ever trust this guy is by taking control of it. Right. Wow. And just saying yeah. that I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it. That, it that actually might be the most uh I don't wanna say altruistic that's, thing, but like that might be the most manipulative that, thing I've ever seen 3D, in my life. That's some 3D chess, right? Yeah, there. that's like the most yeah. manipulative thing I've ever seen in my life mm -hmm. for the greater good of both people. Yeah. Right. Like how can I get him onto uh specifically a uh, an equilibrium where we actually chop up the EV, mm -hmm. yeah. and and like now he selfish or selflessly knows that he could have stolen and taken it all, mm -hmm. right? Got it. Yeah, I mean he he basically just he <laughs> just the like, hair flip. <laughs> the hair flip is amazing. He's just like I can't trust this guy to chop this money with me, so right. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I'm stealing. If you want to steal as well, we both leave with nothing, right? Take right. it or leave it. Yeah. You, you either have to tr trust me or we both leave with nothing. Uh, it's strong. It's strong. I would have ended up with all the money there. That's because you're chaotic and evil. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I would have, I would have <laughs> just, I would have been like, look, man, I don't know what kind of psychological warfare is going on here, but like, I have to steal. Right. I would have told him that. I would have told him like, okay, I guess. Right, but if you both steal, you get both get nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's just like, I, I would never put myself in a position to like tr trust a stranger like so that. So you would have done what? Steal. I would have stolen. So you would have got nothing. No, no I would have got all of it. The I other guy picked steal. The other, sorry, the other guy picked split. Yeah. He said, I'm going to pick steal. They 
Which made you oh. pick split, and then he picked split. So he, he tells him he's going to pick steel, but he actually picked split. Yeah. Okay, yeah, gotcha. so he kind of, like, quote, unquote, did the right thing. Right. But honestly, like, I would have ended up with all the money, and then yeah. I would have just, like, you know, I would have slid him a little change. Liar. <laughs> you would have. No, Especially in England, where I'm not getting taxed. Like, I can actually just shop it with him and not have to sweat it. <laughs> yeah, tax-free way to be. I don't know, man. I, I don't think I could do it to someone. Even though it's, like, it's fair game, it's part of the rules, I don't think I could choose steel. I think uh, you could, but you would feel very bad about yourself. Maybe that, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't think I could do it. The thing is, is that what I, if, I if, would feel yeah, very no. fine about neither of us getting any money. Right. Uh, I, w I would feel maybe some guilt uh, of me winning and them losing. But if that were the case, I could always rectify it. What if the guy said to you, "I'm picking split." That's what they do, though. That's the strat. That's why mm -hmm. Liv won. Right. Yeah. Because everybody goes in there and goes like should we split it? And she was just like, so like Bambi eyed right. batting her lashes going, right. of course we should split it. I'll right. be happy to split with you. And then, you know, they get gutted. Well, I'm just like playing the, the, the Henry, Henry logic game of, of where he is at. If you knew with a hundred percent confidence, they are clicking split. Mm -hmm. Do you pick steel? No. I would be more inclined to split if I had 100% confidence. If, if, if I knew for 100% that they were going to split, then I'd split with them, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're doing you a favor. They're giving you all the EV, right? Like, if they're absolute... Like, let's, let's change the rules of the game. Uh, one player is allowed to actually choose and reveal their choice prior to you making your decision. So you have perfect information. Wow. Right? Like, they're, they're willingly giving you all of the EV. In that instance, like... I would, of course, want to just chop. What if th that was but part that's of the, the game? Test. That's well, this test. Yes. Yeah, I get it. I, what if you see their answer and their answer is steel? Oh, then fuck them. Yeah, we steal. <laughs> fuck it, we ball. No one's getting shit. Yeah. Like, no. I'm richer than you already. You're going home empty-handed. <laughs> like, no. like, I would really have to like genuinely like the person a lot. That's, to see that's them true, steal. actually. Yeah, that, that is true. Like, actually. if I wanted to give them a gift then, yeah. Yeah. it would be like, okay, I'll, I'll split with you and I you think can that's, take all the money. That's what it would come down to for me. It's like, it, uh, unless I loathe the guy then i'll split it with them <laughs> yeah but, you just say you know what you could take it i'm just gonna pick split right so basically if it's a dude i'm also gonna pick steel and fuck him and then if it's a girl i'm gonna pick split and like you know hope that i can get dinner out of it <laughs> this, this guy it's hey, you got that dog in you <laughs> uber's on the way do you want to go spend this cash <laughs> definitely have a better chance with the dude for sure oh. uh but that example that you just gave actually is uh pretty reflective of this moral alignment test and it speaks to the greater conversation that I want to have is, uh, you know, does poker pre-select for quote unquote, and I, I put it in quotes because I think that, um, you know, when we talk about moral behavior, it's loosely defined by what society deems to be moral, not necessarily what math deems to be moral or otherwise. But do you think that poker pre-selects for um, non-cooperative behavior? Let's, let's, let's put it that way. So in this test... Evil is selfish. Right. No idea. <laughs> Off the top of my head. Well, let me give you guys the results to the poll and tell me uh, if you're surprised, agree, or disagree. Uh, so I said, how do you think the top 10% of the most successful poker players would score on this uh, moral alignment test? Here's the poll below. Uh, if you think they, they would fall neutral, just leave a comment. Uh, I don't think anybody left a comment. 
Um, so the choices were good chaotic, good lawful, evil chaotic, evil lawful. And to better clarify what that means, good chaotic means that uh, you abide by moral behavior, but not necessarily are bounded to laws. So if you believe um, uh, a law to be irrational, then you will operate for the greater good uh, and sacrifice lawful behavior. A good example of this would be, um, let's go back to the times of uh, segregation. Mm -hmm. And you believe that all men are created equal. So you would break laws in order to uh, give better, better opportunities to uh, people of color. Right. right? So that, that would be a good example of good and chaotic. Um, good and lawful is that you uh, hold yourself to a high moral standard, but well within the, the constraints of the law. Uh, evil chaotic would be that you have no regard whatsoever for other individuals. You're very selfish uh, and self-motivated and laws don't apply to you. And then evil and lawful are that you are very self-motivated, but you do so within the rules. So of those four choices, or if you think neutral applies, uh, actually one person did comment and say uh, it should be neutral 50-50 because of balance, indifference, yada, 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 uh, which I disagreed. But um, the results were nearly 40% good chaotic, uh, almost even split between evil chaotic and evil lawful, and then just slightly less of good and lawful really split overall what do you guys what do you guys think about good chaotic winning out mm. so they basically do what they want within the constraints sorry fuck beyond no, beyond, beyond the constraints of beyond. the laws yeah i think people are like so they're overtly good yeah i think people think that like okay poker players are good people in general but are willing to you know Take the matters into their own hands, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, it's weird, right? right? Because of this, like, of who we know that's a face of the poker mm -hmm. community is different than call it maybe like a top ten percent on the aggregate right, of because, like an online player. Because we know Daniel's going to fall somewhere between good lawful and good chaos, right? Because he's mm -hmm. in the public eye, yeah. For mo all intents and purposes, on the most part, correct, right? So most of the good actors will be seen publicly, and the bad actors won't be seen at all because they're busy doing their chaotic evil things on the sneak also i think that like in general like poker players think and i don't know if it comes from arrogance or if it comes from just like math and how we think we think in terms of ev we think in terms of like we we, we kind of think we're smarter than the general public or mm. we know how to navigate life better than the general public i think everybody so, this, everybody so then that that's why no, it would you're lead so more, overexposed to this it would community lead, but it would lead more towards chaotic because we don't care about the rules that were set we know better than the rules where do you think i fell on this i think you fell good and um like middle of the road uh like neutral yeah, like good neutral. I thought for sure I would be good chaotic. And you were? No. Oh. Good, good no, local. I'm saying you were. I would have what? guessed good chaotic, but like very yeah. slight chaotic. Like on, if, the, if it's like this and good lawful I here, very much, good chaotic I there. very much, like speeding laws, I, do, I think are irrational. Right. So I don't abide by them. Like right. I very much, uh, that's my mentality. That's my mm -hmm. philosophy. I'm I thought for sure I would answer that way. I was hard good lawful. lawful. Yeah. Hard good lawful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was too. How, what percent lawful were you? I think 35. Guapo Wait, has all of our... Oh, there's Berkey. Yep. 89% good, 85. 89% good, 35% lawful. lawful. Wow. 
Wow. I mean, that's not very that's not very high lawful. It is. What do you mean it is? I mean, it's enough to like the if you if you scroll down, it says you're like emphatically good and lawful. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, mm -hmm. like thirty-five. Any, okay. <clears throat> well, it's it's a third. You're a third of the way beyond neutral, right? right. So, like, any you're one standard deviation off of off of uh, the center. So it's it's enough to qualify. But maybe the, the call it the speeding thing is like you like you believe and follow most of the rules. There are some that you don't like. And yeah, that's fair. That's why you're where you are. That's right, because if you were like a hundred, a hundred, you're I, good, and you follow all the I, rules. I think you're right. I think that whenever it's measuring chaos, it it's basically like uh, if you deemed it appropriate, would you murder? Right, right, and like I probably am less likely to break that societal rule. Wait, wait, if you deemed it appropriate, would you murder? Yeah, like hundred percent. I know you would. Yeah, yeah. Were you good chaotic? No. You were good lawful. You'll see. You got oh, yeah. I, I actually don't have that. Oh, okay, yeah. so I, I got 60% good and 43.3% lawful. Really? Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're pretty but, close. But we're, we're talking like, when mm -hmm. I say appropriate, I'm talking, I walk into a room, you guys are all being held hostage. No, that's I, lawful. I, no, no, no. I'm saying like, uh, th think in terms of like, EV. eye for an eye. Right. If you kill somebody in, in defense or to save somebody else that's lawful. that's lawful no oh, okay. like your daughter it's, it's your it. daughter was raped by somebody and yeah he's you just dead take, he's and, just dead yeah. yeah right like that's not lawful right okay take the that's law into your own hands at yeah that point yeah, he's just dead yeah like, i'm going to jail like, it's fine yeah mm -hmm. that's chaos god that, damn right they deserve to die and i hope they burn in hell yeah <laughs> shout out to great uh, great movie time to kill time to kill i've never seen um, that yeah but, i mean obviously but, like i think that the test itself is very incomplete it probably needs to be you know 50 more questions and have a lot more of these. Yeah. It, it should just have like these moral problems, right? Like the train dilemma of there's a hundred people on one track and one person on the other. Uh, and it's, you get to play God. Yeah. Do you choose one life over a hundred? That type of stuff. Will, the other one will was help 10 choose. or five. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a difference between 10 lives and a hundred. That's lives. the utilitarian, right? Yeah. Anyways. Well, it's always, Wait, wait, it doesn't matter how extreme you get. Does it? Are you sure? A, bill, a billion versus one. You always choose the larger number. Really? Utilitarians would always yeah. choose the larger number. It doesn't right, matter right. if it's one versus two oh, or sure. one versus a billion. Sure, sure, sure. You would always choose the larger number. Okay. We only impart our bias whenever it's like you change it to you have a family member on one track right. and a small country on the other. Yeah. Who do you save? Do you think that everybody has a number? Because, um, like, obviously, you're not talking straight utilitarian. No, point. man. I think, yeah, I think, the, I think, I think, I think everybody has a number where if the choice where you save your loved one or the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Then they like sacrifice their loved one, loved one or two people you don't listen. know. Everyone's almost everyone's going to say save their loved one, and then if it's loved one or L yeah, listen, uh, listen, million people. A hero will sacrifice you to save the world, but a villain will sacrifice the world to save you. Wow, you're proud of yourself for that. One. <laughs> that's not for me. That's either, not for me. That's that's villain arc right there. You either die a hero or live long enough to kill the villain. I really wanted to say. So, can we please? I, I, why, why am I trying to have? Clip it. Clip I can't it. believe I'm trying to have the memes, a, man. Landon wants it for his socials. Clip it, guys. Clip no. it. I can't believe I'm trying to have an actual deep moral debate right. here with people who are quoting fucking Spider-Man <laughs> and Batman. Do, do you think they're moral? They're good, chaotic. Uh, they yeah they are good chaotic vigilantes right? are good chaotic mm -hmm. right nobody's yeah. answered my question yet uh Sorry. so first and foremost are, are you surprised that everybody chose good chaotic no i'm not i would have guessed for you based off of like 
like if I didn't have any sort of bias, like in just knowing you, I would have guessed good lawful. Not me, not me. Sorry, the the poker community is at large. I would guess that the majority of the people in the poker community that we know of, like that we know as public people, are either good chaotic or good lawful. On the most part, there are obviously going to be bad actors. I so I disagree. I'm shocked by these results. Mm. I think good chaotic is like not even an option. Really? Neither do I. Well, you're playing in a game that has very strict constructs to it. And think about like the poker, like think of how, how many people are slave to the sim because it gives them the constraints that they're looking for, it gives them rules to abide by, right? right? Like that's, that's a huge chunk of winning poker players. And I, I self-selected here for the top 10% of the most successful poker players in the world. Mm -hmm. So the people who are making all the money. Uh, whether we want to debate if they're good or good or evil, th that's a secondary. But I don't think chaos is even remotely close, right? Like it's why I'm probably not in the top ten percent. You don't think well because I don't abide by these these rules of the quote unquote game, hmm. right? Like I do a lot of I do a lot of sacrificing EV for things that either make me more comfortable or to discover what I hope to be larger EV pockets yeah, I, I down just, the line. We're just looking at it in, at different, from different angles. Perhaps. So you're yeah. saying that the sim lords are lawful because they're following the constraints of like what wins max EV or what doesn't lose the most EV. Correct. So it should be lawful for sure and not chaotic. In my opinion, the only, the only time I think that you can start to delve into the chaotic side of things is if you are looking at people who are willing to skirt the rules. You, so cheaters. You mean just from playing the game or the, of the, or the morality of a poker player? What I'm saying is I think one translates into the other, right? So mm. I think your overall morality will get uh, pushed upon this community. So if you are good and lawful, then you're going to be a, a person who doesn't cheat within the community, right? You're not going to look for unsavory edges. If you're, if you're good and lawful? Yes. Yes. Right? But I th also think if you're good and chaotic, you, you're not a cheater either. Because uh, you're no, good. No, I agree. I agree right, with right. you. You're but, good, but... Uh, but so you could not, be. You could be. So in only, my opinion... Only if you think breaking the rules is justified... Or, or the, only or doesn't which, harm somebody else. Which, if you're good, I do, yeah. You right. have to remember that a lot of people who are good aren't going to be able to see the forest through the trees, so they're not going to necessarily know how that they're stealing well, the EV. Can't you right? say right. that the people that are the good, lawful, call it sim slaves, have that incentive because they know that this is losing the least EV to then cheat and break the rules and then become chaotic? Well, no, because the morality doesn't allow for it. So like if people you're, who are lawful don't become chaotic. So if you're a person who um, do you think that who, someone? Sorry, go. I was gonna say if you're a person who uh, you know moves seat to get position on the fish and bum hunt and you're Correct. that kind of person, that makes you what? That makes lawful. you evil lawful. It evil makes you lawful? lawful. Yeah. Evil because it's acting in self interest only. Correct. And not for right. the better greater good. Correct. So you're acting on self interest within the rules. Correct. Mm -hmm. And I would have thought I would have thought that poker self selects for evil lawful. People who look to maximize their own personal EV within the constraints of the rules. And that's... Mm. Mm. But like, that what about sense. people that... Maybe. Like, how many of those 10% do you think have access to RTA or use preflop charts in game or use RTA in game well, as well? they're going to be the Ali's that fall evil chaotic. Yeah. And you don't think that most on the online arena and winners and people that we don't know are going to be evil chaotic it's possible i don't know that's I mean, what i'm on the impression of because if you know from like the sims like the sim stance that these will 
following this perfectly will give you a night like zero EV loss theoretically if you have all of the answers. You'll use them if you're acting in your best interest for yourself while breaking the rules as well because you're following the rules of the game that's, by that's following why, the sim. That's why I said like if you're good chaotic, it doesn't necessarily mean you won't cheat mm -hmm. because it's easy to just like follow the populace. So say you're good, but you understand that you only abide by rules that are rational to you. Well, if you decide that using preflop charts is fine, but the site that you're playing on has decided that it's against their TOCs, you're probably just going to use preflop charts. You're still a good person. And this is something that, uh, yeah. the reason why I want to have this conversation is because this is something that like we often paint with a broad brush of black and white, right? Where uh, a guy like Bonomo is a great example. As a youth, he justified multi-accounting, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and at the time, it was probably somewhat popular and he certainly probably fell somewhere in the neutral to slightly evil side of things where he like, knew it was against the rules but didn't see anything wrong with correct. it. correct so he was chaotic but we like to paint it as evil right right mm -hmm. uh so it's just very likely that he was neutral right chaotic like you can be chaotic and good right or yeah people think if you're chaotic then you're right i would, I would make an argument evil. that he's evolved into uh good good, lawful. good neutral yeah. good lawful maybe yeah, yeah. through experience through just getting older or like also just through getting caught oftentimes like uh it's easy to reshape somebody's morality whenever they see the downside to their actions also i think do you think if people get caught doing something that they that they change like most people will change uh well i think it influences them whether or not they change that's up to the individual mm -hmm. also in your poll when you say uh uh top the like, top 10 percent of most successful poker players um i think maybe people would think of it differently if you said Top ten percent of winning, winners. winning is yeah. yeah That's whoever fair. makes the most money. That's like, fair. They have a different view of success. What that might might be. just mean right. like industry like, stack success. Yeah, you might get a different result. People will be like, oh, okay, well they they did some things right. they shouldn't have to win this money. Yeah, I could qualify. I better. would see that as evil lawful. Honestly, yeah, like agreed. The biggest winners. Agreed. Sorry, evil chaotic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Evil chaotic. I just think that the people, the most successful people, are willing to break the rules. <laughs> I can't believe we got there. <laughs> I can't God, believe we amazing. got there. That's so based. incredible. <laughs> Fucking based, man. Oh, that let's is get based. This. Uh, get yeah, this let's right get out, that there. out there. It, That's it, incredible. It, look, it is a mantra to live by. The most successful people in this world are the ones that are willing to break the rules. Okay? Uh, you heard it here first. Evil, evil chaotic is, is the way to be. Uh, I, so I, I agree with you. In my mind, um, I, I think about... It sucks because the qualifiers here are good and evil and it shouldn't be. It should be selfless and selfish. Yeah. Right. But like, I think of like a uh, 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 um, Timex or a Haralabob. I think these are very good people. Yeah. Right. But I think they fall into the selfish, lawful side of things where it's like they will absolutely find the way because they're very intelligent. Right. So they find the ways to absolutely maximize any system that you put them into right, right? so they're good. but they do so within the rules they're good lawful well right you're because only saying that because we're saying like i'm saying i think that they're good people if we change it to selfish and selfless mm -hmm. i don't think they're selfless lawful they're not giving ev so to anybody they, they're just like straight new like neutral just change it to selfish selfless selfish uh lawful yeah yeah. Yeah. And I think that's most of the community. I think that's the vast majority of poker, right? And I, I think it's important to make this distinction because we do see that these. You're playing a zero sum game. Right. You're playing a zero sum game. 
so it is heavily incentivized. And the the big the big qualifier here is uh, if you're going to be selfish, then it's very critical that you're lawful, right? If you're selfless, now chaotic is kind of a little bit more forgivable. You can this, Robin Hood it, kind of. Well, not. I don't want to go that far, but I just want to kind of sh demonstrate a little bit of grace that we don't really exude much in this community. So what I'm saying is if somebody is generally good in the sense that they're giving EV back in a lot of ways and they get caught using preflop charts, like who fucking cares? You know what I mean? But we, we try to condemn them and, and paint them as like the same as an Ali type. Right, right, the evil rule breaker. Yeah, yeah we, we don't have much of a spectrum or a sliding scale here. Like Where when we, you sit, you're saying we should. Correct. When you, like, when you sit down at a cash game table, like the vast, vast majority of everyone that sits down at a cash game table looks around and says, I want to win every chip on this table. Right. Right? It's, and that's a very selfish thing. You don't sit down and be like, I hope he wins a little bit and he wins a little bit and I win a little bit and we go home and some but people But wants win and it, actions right? are very different because <laughs> right. like recreationals want to win every chip on the table, but every single one of them is good and chaotic. Right. Almost across the board. I mean, there are a well, few that are like evil chaotic, but the, the, importantly, recreationals by nature are generally very chaotic. Chaotic as in like maybe trying to find ang, ang, like angly or just playing yeah, but, outside of the but sim? Because, or they, or be, like, because they think it's a part of the game. Right, like so. Uh, oh, like I, like I, right. like as a rec, I get some extra benefits. Yeah, and also regard. like they'll negotiate business four ways. Right, you know, uh, <laughs> that happened. It happens, and and, it happen. and it's one of those things where it's like the dealer could say like, "Hey, you're not allowed to do that," and they're just gonna say like, "I don't care." Yeah. Right, like we've played with enough recreationals where they understand they get the VIP like, treatment. The yeah. Right, them getting the VIP treatment because the game runs around them, like immediately almost always, chaotic. Certain recreationals, most recreationals, right. Like anything yeah. beyond two five, right? Of course, it's like two five and one two. It's very critical to implement the the letter of the law, right? So that people are trained mm -hmm. not to to take too many liberties as they graduate. Right. But like once you start getting into uncapped games, yes. yeah, the person who's losing the most EV, i.e., the good guy, right. is going to get to be the most chaotic as right. well. When, when you get to those, when you get to those levels, the wreck is the whale, uh, or, or not the whale, but like the wreck is usually the spot. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, all I'm getting at is like uh, we we don't have to we so use, we use so many emotional terms. If you just qualified an EV, it's the person right. giving up the most EV. Correct. Yes. Right. Yes. And then in those games, like the people that are in it, call it like the good lawful regs or whoever, accept that this is part of the game and that's mm -hmm. fine. Right. You're just like okay, yeah, like uh, like you know my hand, you still want to run it once or whatever. Like in theory, like you only know once or twice. Sure. Fine, even though the variance is still the same. Yeah. Like, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you make the rules, I'm in. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, I'm in. And I, I also think that uh, the other way we can separate this, and this is kind of alluding to your point, is um, rather than talking about it at the individual level, we can talk about it in environments. So I think, generally speaking, live poker is good and somewhere between neutral and slightly chaotic. Very chaotic. Where online is evil and lawful. Well... It skews slightly lawful. Let's put it that way. You think the majority of online players are evil, or sorry, lawful? I think almost everybody who plays online is, by this definition, selfish, right? I don't, I don't want to keep saying evil because it's, it's not the right portrayal. Right. They're selfish, right? Almost everybody, 100% of the people outside of the recreational pool. Uh, and I say it skews lawfully because the rules are automated by uh, the sites. A pretty good example is like uh, you're playing like a tournament folds you in the small blind and then all of a sudden the the big blind disconnector sits out mm -hmm. almost everyone just auto -click. yeah this is always but a lot of people i mean i guess there's some people that will like just wait well, regs, come back. 
But Landon, like, Landon's right. point earlier is when right. you're in the public spotlight, mm-hmm. uh, you're forced to change your morality regardless mm-hmm. of what you internalize. That's yeah. very true. Right? So if it folds the pads in the small blind and it's a Sunday major and everybody's fucking watching and screenshotting and screen recording. Right. And, uh, and maybe not even folding the small blind. This is, this, let's say he's heads up. And the guy gets disconnected. Yeah, yeah. If it's pads, he has to sit out right. and wait for him to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a choice. Right. Even yeah. though anybody who's anonymous would excuse the behavior of just like robbing this guy blind. It's right. funny because like I think I've, I've tried to put myself in that situation. I think like someone was sitting out like, and it's like the middle of the tournament. I'd probably just take the blind. But if like I was heads up with somebody, I would definitely sit out. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. It's a prisoner's dilemma again. Right. Right. Would they do it for you? Would they? Right. Yeah, so exactly. you. And this is, this is, uh, this is again where like a lot of the nuance comes in and it's a discussion that makes it very complicated to have, Mm -hmm. but you should steal. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Because nobody knows you. Right. So they're never going. They might now. (laughs) Nobody knows you. So they're (laughs) never going to return the favor. Like if you're at a GG 215 final table and you get heads up and you disconnect, no Mm -hmm. one is ever folding to you unless it's pads or someone of that ilk. Yeah. Because now they always have to extend the the uh, split, yeah. right? They always have to split the EV here because mm-hmm. of the watchful eye, and they know that they'll be scrutinized. So make sure you have a good internet connection if you're playing me heads up. So this is this is uh, this is the impetus of uh, trust being um, projected out by society as a whole. Society as a whole values trust. It's how mm-hmm. we got here, mm-hmm. right? But on an individual level. We value uh, protection right. overall. If everybody followed the rules, uh, like quote unquote, everybody wins, right? Mm-hmm. But if one person now breaks no, the rules and doesn't get no, caught, no. if everybody follows the rules, it's zero sum. Sure. Right. If everybody follows the rules, everyone steals. I just meant from like, oh. yeah, right, because it's with. Sorry, I didn't. Correct. So I, I didn't try to mean it that way. I meant like it's. If everybody cooperates then uh, it's still zero-sum, but everybody's better for right. it. Right. I wasn't necessarily using the dilemma. I was kind of more getting to the point of if there's a bad actor that can't get caught, they're going to gain the most. Correct. Always. And that's, that's where I was That's, going that's why that. cooperation and trust is so uh, disheartening mm-hmm. because all it takes is one bad actor and they steal all of the all EV the that everybody else is trying to split right. up. Exactly. Right. So it's, it's always a weird conversation when it comes to morality and like societal norms and being in the spotlight because... We were talking about this in the car, like there's no such thing as like a truly altruistic act for the most cases, right? So just a matter of the floor being zero and then actions going up from there. If you think like the most evil action ever is a zero on the scale of morality, right? Because now if you do something like, let's say patch, like pads his heads up in a tournament, like I'm heads up in the tournament and I'm not going to steal, but I make like an Instagram thing of me saying like, oh, like this guy's sitting out, I'm not going to take his money. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that makes me look good in the eyes of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's personal value, which is selfish. Right. Right. Because in like. Right. But it's still less than the dollar yeah. amount that you would have accumulated. Giving, giving, giving money to charity and then making sure everybody knows about it. Classic. Similar, e- even just giving money to charity uh, still has some internal benefit. Like there is no right. true altruistic motive. Right. Because we're just driven by dopamine. Mm-hmm. And, it makes you feel good. And these other happy other. chemicals. Yeah. yeah. Tax write offs. But like, so the example I gave, uh, <laughs> Landon was asking me like of a good example of uh, good, good chaotic. And I said like Martin Luther King. And he's like, was that truly altruistic? Like he benefited from it too. I was like, yeah, but he gave his life for it. So it's like, mm. it's a, it's a cost risk 
uh, or, or cost benefit analysis mm-hmm. where it's like, sure, there's always going to be some upside to doing good, but is it greater than the upside of doing evil right. it's, or yeah. just even remaining neutral? Like if he just does nothing, he's clearly has greater life upside. He doesn't die. Yeah. Right. right. But he impacted society to the point where like he's a legacy forever. It's right. almost like you have to see these actions with the self-motivating qualities baked in and then using that as a constant throughout and then looking at the action as an individual, right? Because then if you take the common denominator away from self-motivating things, you now have acts within themselves. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter, like take away the source of, of who it is, but the action in itself is the action selfish, not as the person or selfless, is the person selfless, that doesn't matter, is the action by itself a selfless one? Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that that is probably a good way of framing it because, uh, you know, to your point, there is always by default, just by proxy of being humans, uh, there's, there's always some like positive benefit towards any cooperative action that you take. Like right. that, again, that's how we evolved. Our, right. our brains are wired in a way to want Work to cooperate. Together. Yeah. We, even if it's just at a tribal level, mm-hmm. right? It's just a matter of like, how does it scale? And yeah. we know it doesn't scale well, well, which is why the prisoner's dilemma exists at all. Right. Otherwise, we'd all just like, communism would reign the world live and in harmony yeah would all yeah. live in peace and harmony yeah. and you know there'd be no wars and everybody mm-hmm. would just split everything accordingly and nothing would ever get done yeah. and that's that's the, the the great conflict is that in order to have progress you have to have motivation well in order to be motivated you have to have an unfair distribution of of not necessarily wealth but benefits right so um i think poker is very much a microcosm of this and i think like specifically live and online are kind of um, very separate entities of the, I don't want to say the extremes necessarily, but more so the, uh, if, if we draw a line down the center and call it neutral, they are very closely uh, overlapping each other. It's almost like a Venn diagram uh, of an overlap at the neutral point, right? Right. Like we're, the extreme side of online is very much uh, chaotic. And, bot city. Yeah, yeah, right. And the extreme side of live is like you know one two checking it down five ways or chopping a tournament 26 ways or uh or like well that's in the sense of uh everyone being good right because they're obviously going to be like the outliers of the colluding in live and like deck marking and and all that shit yeah. that just It'll naturally all, exists evil chaotic will always exist right right and those uh, are the ones selfish that are, chaotic the, the biggest ev gainers will always exist in a uh game Right, yeah. just toy game in, in general. Call yeah, it yeah. poker, call it like pickleball. So one last question. What do you think the best measurement of uh of like the greatest poker skills would be of these four quadrants? Good chaotic, good uh sorry, good good chaotic, good lawful, evil chaotic, evil lawful. So can you give me an example so I can see where I'm supposed to go with this? So what do you think uh what do you think is the most revered? Of the four. The most revered. Like, what would you aspire to? Good lawful. Good lawful, yeah. I personally think that this test has nothing to do um, with poker and I don't think it's transferable. Go on. That's my opinion. I just think like we're we're trying to unpack the way that someone would uh approach, you know, live poker or online poker and then use this test which is kind of designed for your character and the way that you'd act in the outside world away from the poker table like that's my opinion like i'll run a sick bluff 
but then I'll also, you know, I'm you trying to metalize. Uh, yeah, no, no, no I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought it up because I, I just don't think like I'm, I'm listening. I've been listening to you guys. I haven't really said anything because I, I, I'm trying to make up in my mind, like how I feel about this test. And I just don't think it makes sense to use this test and then to to use it in a way where we then try and figure out how like where poker players lie. So uh, I I agree with the way that you framed it. That that wasn't the conversation I was trying to have. So what I'm actually speaking to is if you look back over the course of your career, mm -hmm. all of the decisions that you've made that uh, were gray. Yeah. So all of the gray that we operate in, it's not about running bluffs or value in game. Of course, like according to that, if we, if we were all, yeah, if we were all good, then the game wouldn't exist because then bluffing would cease to exist. Right. What I'm saying yeah. is all of the subtle ways in which you can gain EV, which may or may not be nefarious. Like offering, may or may like not get, be getting a seat change button. Yeah. Chopping for more than ICM value. Right. Uh, stealing somebody's blind when they sit out. Um, you know, the, the list goes on and on. Like all of the things that we quote unquote police or attempt to get away with. Uh, ghosting in major spots mm -hmm. uh, or being ghosted. Um, but you do, you, do you think any of those things that you just pointed out are, so you, you could use those and look at those and say, okay, this guy ticks this box, he, he, would, he would bum hunt, uh, he would steal blinds, uh, he would you know, uh, take more out of a chop than what the mm -hmm. EV split would be. Based off of those three things, I know that he is evil, whatever, or good, lawful. Uh, I, I don't think it's transferable. I, I think that I could very... I, and I could be wrong, obviously, but my assumption is if we gave him this test, he would fall under lawful. Right. And he would trend... Selfish. Neutral selfish. Right. right? I, the, the problem here is that we're using these terms good and evil. I was going to say, may, maybe yeah. that's why I'm just getting like... A, um, my mind's a bit like, like good, evil from, just doesn't feel like the right word. Correct. Like from correct. a strict poker playing EV standpoint, I would aspire to be like selfish lawful Correct. so would, i would do whatever yeah. is in my own 100%. best interest within the constraints of the rules guys sitting out he's that that doesn't affect me yeah. right raise yeah. but with the moral construct and like the public platform type thing and like who right. i want to be as a person is different than just strictly poker that's the biggest point that i want to make yeah. because i think that there's only a sliver of us who are operating in the public domain and we're held to a different standard and a different set of rules. 100%. I think the vast majority of players think and operate the way Landon just spoke. Mm -hmm. And I don't think <laughs> it's conditioned into them via the game. Because I don't think, no matter what, Brian would operate that way. Like, I think every time a situation like that presents itself, he actually goes through the moral quandary in his head. And maybe I'm projecting a little bit, but like that's how oh, that's, I was yeah. when I was anonymous, mm -hmm. right? When I was just a nobody, I would always go through moral quandaries of like, well, who does this? Uh, obviously, this benefits me, but at what cost? To oh, oh, to who? That is true, but like also, I mean, it's it's kind of funny because I I really am like a uh, you know like an unknown, but like at this point, I am on this podcast, and and people do know what my screen name is now not a sure, lot but sure. so like that does run through my mind that like when i'm playing now, now you have to be on better like, behavior like yeah like like six 12 months ago when i would play nobody knew who i was maybe a couple of people could make the connection because my name is sulfur pride but like um you know now i think that I, I i do wonder like okay how how many people at this table know who i am which it's not it's it's not zero anymore right 
Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And that's, that's an important distinction. Mm -hmm. uh, but like if you're on an and on site where you're just a number, right. Right. Yeah. That's the biggest, that's the biggest uh, test here. I think if you're just playing on an and on site where you're just a number, how many of these small edges that can be gained in the gray that, you know, from a moral perspective uh, are on the selfish side, not the cooperative side, how many would we take? Right? And, I, and I bet the, the people All of that them. have a name, yeah, but yeah, it would, it would skew towards taking a lot more when you're anonymous as when you're not right. over the average of all the The only players. time that would change is like if you're streaming, right? And people can see... Well, the all right, so uh, I, I mean, I agree with you in a general sense. I think generally speaking, people will skew selfish, right? General. But I don't think it's always that way. I think like people's morality will tend to show up in these spots. Like Morality being... Um, morality being like how they would operate in the in, in the overall society. Known. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a difference when you can put a face to a name. Or a face of course to there is. Name. Of course there is. That's not the debate I'm having. I'm saying that I think like uh, good morality will often carry over. Like if it's just your character, you will take the worst of it in some spots because that's just your nature, right? Like think about all the things that you don't do that you could get away with. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Whether you're talking about life poker or otherwise, yeah, yeah. right? Hundred yeah, percent. Uh, think of all the crimes that you could commit that you just don't do. Why? Mm -hmm. Right? Like if it would benefit you. Like the, the, the uh, telling question to me in that, in that list is, would you use counterfeit money if you knew that you could get away with it? No. Mm -hmm. Right. So like if you're a hard no there, then you're certainly not going to steal from people in an Anon game just because you can. But it's not stealing, right? Because it's within the confines of the rules. I mean, you're still taking EV that could otherwise just be neutral. So what do you do? Do you just time out until you can't and then click raise? No, 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 no. no you're, I, you're, I using, you're using the most extreme example. Well, what we're talking about is like you rat hole a game. You uh -oh. button people. Oh, oh, yeah. No, that's way different, I would right. assume. But in an end on game, you could absolutely get away with Yeah, people with get away with grimming all the time. I thought right. you meant like someone sitting out of their blind and you click raise, right? It's, I mean, you know, that's like so fringe on neutral, right? right? Like, okay, okay, got it. I see what you're saying, because I thought in the sense of... When you take these thought experiments, you have to push them to the extreme. Sure. Right? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Now I agree with you. Sorry. It is rat holing and buttoning a good example, though? I think so. I think grimming is. I think because grimming I th is. I think that they're, yeah. I think, it's definitely stealing I think the things that are like in the TOCs, mm. uh, maybe it's a good example of like uh, I just think evil chaotic. Scumbag Rex who aren't good at the game. Yeah, but we think that of everybody who takes these soft edges, yeah. right? Somebody who jumps seats in a live game to get position on a right. wreck. Right. Like, I think they're just a scumbag who can't win otherwise. But that's in the rules. Correct. Yeah. Lando, right. what is grimming? Grimming is when yes. like you, so you open sit a table and someone sits you, you get the button first because you sat the table, you play your button and then leave. Oh, yeah. gee. Oh, like yeah. people have made I never been Oh man, that's happened to me so many times. I didn't really, know it was they the name. play you yeah, so yeah, they just yeah, they, you sit down and they literally play you one hand, leave, go sit in our table. The wait. EV, I've seen graphs of like they're on they're on a uh, 2 plus 2 of like somebody just gr like grimming. It's Rocket, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just like always playing in position. Like if you, if people you, get banned on online sites for grimming. Yeah, yeah they should. I mean, that's that's yeah. That's I mean, if you could do that with volume, it's like that'd be a lot. Of and money. not even volume, right? Like, let's say you're playing 1020, and you get to do it 2,000 hands a year. Right. Just look at any graph of like how much money you make on the button compared to. Like, yeah, yeah, I played heads up pillow for quite a long time during lockdown, um, and. There were people that would try and grim me and I would just chase them around the fucking lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, okay, fuck this guy. I, was, I wasn't playing like insanely highlight up to yeah, like yeah. 510 mm -hmm. heads up PLO. And there were a couple of names I just had flagged 
on certain sites because I knew that the sites weren't like didn't have the security team to like even deal mm -hmm. with this, uh, like some like the smaller European sites. Yeah. Uh, and I just chased them around the lobby relentlessly. I'm like, yeah, you're I, not getting any. Action, I think the mate. point that I'm trying to make here is not one where it's one to one transferable morality right. yeah. uh, in a human. But to some degree it is, right? Because it's it's the watch why effect. Like a lot of society functions the way it does because people are judging you, right? And the second you strip that away, then it allows us to kind of behave as a bit more deviant. So uh, what I was really trying to kind of portray here is uh, the, the different characters that fall within this game whenever it comes to those judgment. There are some people who, if they can find an edge because a rule hasn't been well-written, or because it's unenforceable, or uh, because nobody's watching and it's one of those things that's like, yes, it's in the TOCs and you're not supposed to do it, like ghosting, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we, we had a whole episode on it yesterday where uh, you know there's a high degree of confidence this bracelet winner was ghosted, whatever. It's in the TOCs, it's against the rules. It's absolutely unable to be proven, right? There are just like too many workarounds where it's just way too simple right. to get away with. Um, I think that there is a large selection bias in poker for those types of people in our community, right? And I think like we've done a great job in the last 10 years specifically of publicly outing that behavior and being hypercritical. And it's why doing an episode yesterday on uh, Jay Straz getting banned uh, for winning a bracelet where it's possible, it's still well within the realm of possibility that WSOP banned an innocent person, right? But... Uh, it's much more probable that they probably got it right, you know, and the scrutiny was warranted. So we, we have to police this way. We have to self-police this way because a lot of this game does run on the morality code and the, the public um, scrutiny, so to speak. And with online being what it is, it's far closer to anonymous. Right. than it is to sitting down with eight other people face-to-face -face where they're judging you, you know? Uh, and that even applies to the gameplay itself. You just see more bluffing take place online. Why? People are more comfortable lying, right? They don't have eight sets of eyeballs judging their lie. I ran the sickest bluff of my career last night, so... <laughs> We're so proud of you. Thank you. You made him fold for $100? No. Bro, how sick. <laughs> Uh, how sick were you whenever that guy turned over fucking the ass end of the street mate you just wish that that was true you just you're just jealous that you can't fold rivers <laughs> never folding rivers you, you fold boats oh, yeah <laughs> i folded river one time i was wrong range. i'll never fucking do it again i, I want to i want what do you think what do you think mine was like numbers wise uh i think you're good lawful probably like 75 percent good 10 percent lawful oh mm. really I think he's high, high. Like 90-90? Yeah, like 70-70. Let's see. Let's what do you think? Oh, I... Um, didn't you tell me? No. Oh, you didn't tell me. Um, I think... Yeah. I, I, I think they're both high as well. I think... Um, definitely... Definitely... Um, lawful and... Um, and good. Although, having, said, having said that... Plus 70%. Look at this kid. Look at the kid. Yes. 93, 55. 93% good, 55% yeah. lawful. So, yeah, I don't really know what, the, like, the 55% in the sense of, because, like, there definitely are some, like, laws that I personally don't agree with, right? Mm -hmm. Then won't, like, follow them to a T, which is why I'm not, like, 100, 9300 or whatever, right? And, like, some of the questions are a little bit skewed. Like, we were talking about, like, one of them was, would you rather 
like you would rather uh, get something for yourself instead of donate to charity, right? right. And for that one, I remember I put there was like zero, zero is neutral, negative mm -hmm. one, negative two, plus one, plus two. I put plus one. We're like, I definitely would get myself. But at the same time, it, it's not qualified as like, I, if $50 gets me X, right? I would rather give a friend that needs $50, $50, than get that thing for me, mm -hmm. right? And well, that's that, different that's, than just donating to like it's the, also the anonymous cause. It, it's also the difference of intimacy. And this is the, right. this is the train problem too, right? So uh, the example that's often used is uh, people are much more willing to give $20 to uh, a bum on a street corner than they are to do donate $20 to uh, an organization that can help feed hungry right. children in Africa because it's out of sight, out of mind, right. Yeah. right? Same thing with donating to charity. That's out of sight, out of mind. But if you can hand Brian $20 that does good for him, you feel something much more powerful. It would do good for me. I'll take 20 right? bucks. It's much more potent. Wow. Thanks. Now you only owe me 80. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's from, it's from action. Yeah. I have Twitter's action. Wait a minute. Do I have it on me? I do. Uh, wow. It pays it off. Yep. Now, if I can get Berkey's money. Uh, if I was chaotic, no, I would no, just. No, no, no. I, I steal transferred it. my debt. No. That, that, that was for that, for um, the Pro Am thing I played. You still owe me. God that. damn it. All you do is cost me 135. Fucking money. Don't worry. You're going to get it all I, back. I, you're going to get it all back money. when he wins yeah. the main. No, I'm still short 20. You know what? Uh, is that it? Wait, what? Still short twenty. Oh, you know, hundred dollars. He was switching. Yeah, that, minute, that, you know what? And that is uh, minus. That is minus the, the twenty that I owe you. So we're square on that as well. Lamanda, you know what? Uh, <laughs> this is not. This was not staged. This is not. It's not at all. Guapo's got it. Guapo's got what? He's, he's got my debt. He's got. Wait, you. I've been paying him way too much. Oh Jesus Christ! He's, he has. You know what? He has about a hundred dollars worth of flour tortillas. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was fucking coming. <laughs> That's funny. All right, oh, Henry, Henry's gonna have fifty uh, bucks for me. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's just close the show with Henry paying off his fifty push-ups to me. <laughs> I guess we just have I, a tie. I owe, well, I might owe fifty to Grop. I owe you four hundred. You owe me money. Melissa owes me money. Espen owes me money. Well, wow, so you have many, many, many tabs, and you also have started a push-up tab. Mm -hmm. Je Jesse Silvio owes me money. I gotta tell you, wow, money. you just calling people out on air. <laughs> and they're obviously friends, like, it's, yeah. it's whatever. Oh, shit, yeah, Jesse, I owe you money. Uh, <laughs> shit, yeah, funny, very funny story about Jesse. Uh, I hope he doesn't think this is a call-out, because I just think it's hilarious. Uh, oh, my God. He came snowboarding with me, like, a year ago, and uh, it was him and Mikey D. And Mikey D paid me for the place, like, day of. And Jesse, like, you know, just, like, whatever. He's the most scattered brain human I've ever met and totally forgot. So, like, nine or ten months later, he just sends me a text out of the blue and is like, dude, I totally forgot. I owe you $600 for that, for that very, snowboarding trip. very guilty for that. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, man, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you remembered. Like, I obviously forgot about it, wrote it off. I still don't think he sent it. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I'm very, very uh, guilty. You really hope he's watching, so you get a. No, 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 I, I truly right don't care. I think it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious, and he might have sent it too. Like, like you know, That's the story is funny. The story is funnier if he didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm so good that I was like, I'll find spreadsheets that I have from like a year ago, and I'm like, oh, I texted a friend of mine, Dan Moran, like a month ago. I had owed him like 400 for about a year and a half. I was like, hey, dude. Uh, I'm fairly sure I owe you 400 bucks. It's and, nice when they're those numbers. There, yeah. there are people that owe me six figures that I haven't had a fucking text message from in four <laughs> years. Yeah. Uh, so you want push-ups? Yeah, let's let's get them. All right. What do people think of the socks and sliders combo? Strong. I'm a fan of strong. I'm a fan of the high socks and slides, but yeah, that wasn't yeah. in like middle school. You're yeah, embarrassing, strong, sir. Strong, You're embarrassing. Strong, strong. You have to do 50 right now? I mean, the thing is, he has to pay down his tab a little bit because what's clear is if he keeps rising above 50, he's drawing dead to ever pay it off. 
50 push-ups is like a five-figure tab to him right now. Oh, let's go. Oh, One, yeah. Two, three. Th this is great four, form. Five, six, seven, eight. Kill the game, Bane, baby. Nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> It's great. He had no intention of doing 50 in a row, 18, but now the camera's watching. 19, this is a perfect 20, example of how the watchful eye two, three, will change somebody's four, outcome. Five. He was going to quit six, 10 push-ups ago. Seven. Now eight, we're at... Nine. 30. 30. 30 Only 20 more, young man. 32, 33, 34, 35. When were you actually going to quit, Henry? 37, 38, 39, 40. 10 more. You got Let's 10. Go. You got 10. Let's go. When were you going to quit, One, Henry? Two, three, Let's go. <laughs> four, five. Let's go, Let's go dude. Rest break five is more. good. Rest break is good. Let's go. Yep. The lactic acid yep. is building up. The pump is ridiculous. Henry, do it for the pump. One, two. Oh, that was a good one. Three! That one didn't count. You have three more. <laughs> yeah, still. Henry, Henry's, got, Henry's got the sickest pump right now for sure. Oh, man. Oh, he got it. Three more. Three more. Oh, he's doing it. Let's go. One. one. Let's go, dude. Let's go. Two. Two. One more. You got it. You got it. Three! Let's go! Absolutely base. Let's go, dude. Kill the game, Bane, Fred Owl. You can always learn something from everyone. Learn how to do some good push-up form from Henry. Kill the game, Bane, baby. Let's go. That's my new. That's my new Instagram reel. And on my Tinder profile. So be honest. Be honest. Now that you're now that you're back and a little bit winded, what number did you intend on quitting? Uh, well, when it came to doing fifty. Yeah. Oh well, I know for a fact that I can do thirty all day. Sure. When were you planning to quit, though? Uh, here? No, nobody watching but me. You're just paying me off. Here, right now? No, no, no. It's just you and I in a room and you're paying me 50 push-ups. At what point were you going to quit? When I couldn't do any more push-ups. All right, so 26? No. Uh, he said I'm 31. 30. No, no, I could like get 30. You saw my form up until 40. Look, I, I, all I'm going off of is whenever I, when we were in Tahoe and I said, you owe me 50 push-ups, he goes, not in a row. <laughs> Right, but I think I think even if you guys were just alone in a room, he would try to rip off fifty just to be like, "Fuck you, see." I just just, to, just a dunk on this old man. But, but I don't know if he would have got there without us cheering him on mm. and the cameras on. I mean, him. there's that definitely gave him some, a little bit of a little bit more adrenaline. There's some social Did you see the form? What was clean? Do you think that was my first time doing push-ups? Yeah. No. Uh, Landon, <laughs> Landon, did you notice that his head was down? I saw that. I don't know if it's. I don't know. It doesn't really change that much. It does. You want to be in neutral spine. Wow, then I should. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's so it's tougher with your if you had. No, it just you're more Dangerous. likely to hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. You're you're a man who lives on. Nah, the edge as a four hours. As like not the selfish morality as the person. Once that, you get into your forties, you got to make sure your form's correct. Dude. As the person that made Henry do the fifty, at not today, but I will. I, I owe the podcast fifty. Wow. As self as it's not, you know, this is very selfish of me because I want to flex, but I will still do it. It is facts. It is. It, it's not not altruistic. What, what, what makes you know it? You've got that to compare to, right? I was gonna say what makes it. What makes it a lot more altruistic is that he will not do fifty in a row. Mm. Yeah. So you're just gonna let me clown on you for free? <laughs> I I've forsaken you. 
<laughs> you, you know what he's gonna do he's like he's not gonna do it until he's practiced it Bro, like he 50 is, times in the game. he's going to yeah. do nothing but push-ups and bench press for the next yeah. month yep. yeah and then and one day oh, hey guys i'm ready to do this one day thing. he's yeah. just gonna walk in with like this schwarzenegger <laughs> pump and just be like yeah. all right i'm ready to rock, baby let's go all right, yeah. you boys got to get to LA, and uh, I myself actually have to get to the gym. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate you as always. We'll be back next week. We're going to be bringing you a little bit more Kill the Game Bane. Yes. Kill Bane, I guess, uh, in, in studio. Uh, next Thursday is our 200th episode, so stay tuned for something special that day. Big shout out to everybody who's been a member and has been following along with us all along. We appreciate the support. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. If you haven't already, head to solveforwide.io. We have a new episode of the Mid-Stakes Bible out, as well as two seats available for this February's Academy. That's academy.solveforwide.io. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday. Peace. Go Steelers!